Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, your host for another great episode of Political Theater. It is I, Charles Nash. And man, have we got a great show for everyone this evening. I'm listening to Elton John and Dua Lipa with uh, Cold Heart. It's the remix from The Rocket Man. Really good song. If you have not heard it, uh, I suggest you listen to it because it is a great song. Now I'm going to go ahead and get, uh, get them cut down here. Uh, we have a lot of news to discuss this evening. Uh, now before I tear into the news, I just have a quick program announcement. Now next week, the 17th through the 21st, I do not have a day locked in yet um, for January. I will be having Scott Weibling come back on the show. He he messaged me here the other night and asked if he could he could come back onto the show. Um, I'm assuming it's about updates with some things at the Marion City School since he was just sworn in as a duly elected um, city school board member now. Um, but this will be his third time coming on the show, folks. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. He's going to get back with me to give me a date and a time uh, for the show for next week, hopefully. So just like I said, I just wanted to drop that in on everybody ahead of time. Now, news. We've got a lot of it, like I said. The biggest thing I want to talk about starting off is, man, it, has anyone seen, especially here the other night, it's been about 24 hours now since Joe Biden gave that extremely odd uh, just disgruntled speech to the American public. He called half of the nation in his speech last night. He basically called people domestic terrorists. That if you didn't agree with his agenda and his administration's policies, well, you're a terrorist. He called over 50 members of the Republican Senate traitors to the country because they don't want to back his administration's policies. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but we are in a republic. In that republic, under our democracy, I'm pretty sure it is every individual's right to agree to disagree if you, if you don't want to agree with someone. And that's okay, folks. That's what makes this country great. That's also why we have checks and balances between not just the president, but the Senate and the House. Now, I don't have to sit here and tell my listening audience things that they already know. You were taught this in school, in government class, and beforehand. What makes this country great? Well, you had our president, Captain Dementia. He basically came out and told everyone that you're a terrorist. 
You're a traitor to the country. He wants his policies passed no matter what. And then he went on this crazy rant, not just inciting that the state of Georgia is racist and that their policy, their voting policies is racist. He started going on about how we're getting back to Jim Crow laws. And that's why they have to pass this voting act, the Democratic Party. And that everybody that doesn't want to do that, again, you're a traitor to the country. You do not want democracy to work freely. There was so much decisive divide in that speech last night. I, I, I wanted to tune out five minutes into listening to it. It was just terrible. And if Biden thinks last night was bad, folks, this man, our president, is so far out of touch and lost, and I'm not talking just on his policies, I'm talking about his mental capacity. This was on Fox News and Politico about 14 hours ago. Title says, Biden again refers to his VP as President Harris. I'm not making this up. I watched this myself. I'm going to read from this column here. It says, President Biden on Tuesday referred to his vice president, Kamala Harris, once again as President Harris. And yet another verbal flub by the gaffy-prone leader. It says, last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol to observe one of these before and after moments in American history. That's what Joe Biden was quoted saying. Uh, referencing last year's January 6, 2021, Capitol Hill riot. It says, Biden, who was speaking about voting rights to students at the Atlanta University Center, at the campus of Clark uh, Atlanta University and Morehouse College, apparently didn't notice his mistake, not bothering to even correct himself. Now, why am I bringing that up? Because most people will be like, well, Mr. Nash, you know, he just, he, he just misspoke. Folks, he has misspoke about addressing other individuals other than himself as the leader, the commander-in-chief, or president multiple times. This isn't anything new. This has been going on. The fact that, again, he's, he's referring to Giggles as president instead of vice president, it really has to make you wonder. And it's just like the media, the left, the right, everyone in the drive-by media has turned on Joe Biden. It's sad when you even have his own media, his own left media outlet, asking him who's in charge. Who's really in charge? And of course, he gets mad. He, he, he's walking away from the mic and he'll come running back and he'll, he'll yell at that reporter and he'll yell at that individual 
You don't know what you're talking about. I'm the president. Joe Biden has no clue where he is, who he is. And I don't even think he really understands the power position that he wields. And that, my friends, is a scary, scary thought. I just wanted to share every with everybody that that column. Now, speaking of more things with Joe Biden, that's embarrassing. I've got this article here from Newsmax. It says Stacey Abrams, embarrassing snub of Biden shows he's politically toxic. Well, folks, we've already known that. I just told everybody what's happening even in his own drive-by media. The drive-by media that props up the Democratic Party. They're pushing away from Joe Biden because it is true. It is a toxic environment. Now, this article by Newsmax says uh, Georgia Democratic uh, gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams has spent the years since her 2018 defeat for the office devoted to an issue she frames as voting rights. So when President Joe Biden and fellow Democrat, or Democrats, excuse me, flew to her home turf to deliver a speech on her primary passion, Abrams' absence was notable. Of course it was noticeable. Folks, again, they don't want anything to do with Biden. That is how toxic this has become. When you have people within your own party that feel that you are going to basically torpedo anything that they're trying to do or pass in legislation, because you're that incompetent, your administration has flubbed everything that it's touched. Of course, Stacey Abrams isn't going to want to have anything to do with him. And the fact of the matter, she's going on about voting rights. And then you have Joe Biden here yesterday going on about the same thing. I don't know about Stacey Abrams. I don't follow her. But I'm telling you now, folks, this whole thing with this voting rights issue that the Democrats are trying to push through, that Joe Biden is calling everybody basically a terrorist if you don't agree with it. It's just nuts. I don't know about anybody else, but the last time I checked, the things that they're attacking the state of Georgia for and their voting rights measures, 
Folks, Georgia has more voting rights for individuals than most blue Democratic-run states do. Good example, New Jersey, New York, Joe Biden's home state of Delaware. But yet you don't hear him going on about voting rights issues in those states. Oh, no, no, no. It's Georgia. The state that caused so many issues with the last presidential outcome. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that there was cheating, but I am going to make this comment. If the Democrats can somehow destroy the, fi the filibuster, I'm telling you what's going to happen. They're going to pass this voting law bill. And when the 2024 presidential election, and not even that, this year's November election rolls around, I'm telling you what's going to happen. You want to talk about we're not going to know who won what for a week and a half like we did with the, the presidential? Oh, no. It'll be much worse than that. It'll be court battles on court battles that'll take months to drag out to determine. And then we're not going to get an answer. I have no idea what's wrong with the regular voting rights that we have for each individual state. You want to make it to where it's, it's easy and manageable and clean? Voter ID. Make sure everybody is, that's registered to vote is registered. Know when the polls start and when they close. No exceptions. Do away with this mail-in voting crap. Unless you're somewhere overseas where you're a soldier. Or you're handicapped. Or, have a, uh, or you're in the hospital. Those should be the only reasons you're voting by mail. I could even see it if you're in a nursing home or a retirement facility. Other than those things, folks, there should be no reason why any normal individual can't go to a voting booth. The other thing is, do away with what they did in New York, which is already unconstitutional as it is. It says it right there in our amendments of the Constitution. If you're not a U.S. citizen, you can't vote. You do these things, folks. Oh, and, and clean up the voter rolls. If they're dead, get them off. You do those things, we have no reason to not have a simple, easy, fair election. I'm just going to bring this up to everybody because as much problems that we had with the presidential election... I want to ask the Democrat Party this. Look at Florida. Not just because it's ran right now by Ron DeSantis. Look at Florida. We knew who won Florida the same night it happened. That everyone went to the pools and voted. One of the biggest states, and we knew 
I think it was around 10.30 the night of the presidential election. Georgia is nowhere even close to the size of Florida. And you're telling me we had that many issues in Georgia? It was, well, we had to shut down because of a water leak. Well, we've got all these mail-in ballots that uh, we're finding in trucks, backseats of cars. They got lost on a highway, dumped in a river. We got people that's sick with COVID. They, they can't count. Not even anywhere close to the size of Florida. And we couldn't have an answer within 24 hours of who won. Probably because, again, we had so many rule changes. And it wasn't just with Georgia. There were several other handful of states that did the same thing. They changed how they voted without without actually going through the proper channels. And you wonder why it was so messed up. I have no idea what's wrong with the with the state of having voter ID, matching a signature, making sure you're the individual that's voting and that you're a US citizen. What is so hard about that? That's a pretty easy process. But according to the Democrats, oh no, that, that's just so hard, we can't do that. Now when we come back, because I'm going to have to take my first commercial break here, because tonight's show is going to run a little long. Uh, when we come back, talking about the voter, uh, the, the voter rights speech that Joe Biden gave, gave everybody and basically told everybody you're a, t- a domestic terrorist. Well, I want to play for everyone uh, Mitch McConnell tearing into Joe Biden's unpresidential speech on voting rights. Uh, This was on the Senate floor, and man, did Mitch tear into him. So when we come back, it's lengthy. It's about 15 minutes long, but I want people to hear the entirety of it because I'm telling you, Mitch McConnell... The Senate Minority Leader really, really put the tail on the donkey, which would be Joe Biden. So everyone's going to hear that when we come back. So stay tuned. I've got more for y'all when we return. Stress, headaches, and long hours at work. That pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week. You for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the tailored massage therapy and wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suit E in Mount Gilead, Ohio. Tailored massage, therapy, and wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting, 
and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness at gmail.com or by phone, area code 567-233-3288. Time, a word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times, as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones. As antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On the Square Antiques specialize in just that, antiques. Located in downtown Mount Gilead, Ohio, On the Square Antiques feature fine antiques, collectibles, furniture, grand millennial, Granny Chick, artwork, and very nice jewelry. Store hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. They arrange payments very easily, and you can pick up at your own convenience, or shipping options are available. For more information, check out their Facebook page on On The Square Antiques, or you can message them at onthesquareantiques at yahoo.com, or even by phone, area code 614-330-6322. And as they always say, happy antiquing. Friends, when it comes to big, costly concrete projects, rather for the residential, commercial, or just for decorative needs, you want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable. That's why for all of my concrete project needs, I contact the people at Pennington Concrete. Pennington Concrete is locally owned and an operated business. They specialize in residential, commercial, and decorative concretes. And they are a five-star rated business. So if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground, put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at Pennington Concrete. You'll save loads of time, money, and headaches. For more information, you can contact Pennington Concrete at 740-396-7620 or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you.
When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens? You get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere. They're ungodly, and they're just sitting in your yard, folks. Rather in the backyard, the front yard, up against your house. And they're just a sight for sore eyes. You have to mow around them. You have to stare at them through your windows. Your neighbors don't like seeing it. It makes your property values go down. And over time, stumps start to decay, become sinkholes, or even become bug infested. And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business, Neidhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry, logging, tree cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation. And they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information, you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www.nineheartsstumpremoval.com or send your questions to info at nineheartstumpremoval.com. He says, man, I really gotta lose my check in the worst kind of way. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I've got uh, the offspring with Why Don't You Get a Job? That's a really old one there. Go ahead and get them chimed out here as we get back into the fold of where I left off. Now, I was talking about Joe Biden and his speech that he gave about the voting rights. And like I said, it it upset a lot of people across the country. And it upset a lot of people in Congress. And one of them I was going to tell you about was, before we went to break, was Mitch McConnell. So I've got a lengthy... A lengthy, it's almost 15 minutes long. So I'm going to play some of this for you just so you can hear what Mitch McConnell said about firing back at Joe Biden in his speech that he gave the other night to the American people. And here it is. 12 months ago, a newly inaugurated President Biden stood on the west front of the Capitol And here's what he had to say. My whole soul is in this, bringing America together, uniting our people, and uniting our nation. Yesterday, that very same man delivered a deliberately divisive speech that was designed to pull our country further apart. Twelve months ago, this president said we should see each other not as adversaries, but as neighbors. Yesterday, he called millions of Americans his domestic enemies. 
12 months ago, the president called on Americans to join forces, stop the shouting, lower the temperature. But yesterday, he shouted that if you disagree with him, you're George Wallace. George Wallace. If you don't pass the laws he wants, you're Bull Connor. And if you oppose giving Democrats untrammeled one-party control of the country, well, you're Jefferson Davis. Twelve months ago, this president said disagreement must not lead to disunion. Ah, but yesterday he invoked the bloody disunion of the Civil War, the Civil War, to demonize Americans who disagree with him. He compared, listen to this, a bipartisan majority of senators to literal traitors. How profoundly, profoundly unpresidential. Look, I've known, liked, and personally respected Joe Biden for many years. I did not recognize the man at the podium yesterday. American voters did not give President Biden a mandate for very much. He got a tied Senate, negative coattails in the House, the narrowest majorities in over a century. The president did not get a mandate to transform America or reshape society. But he did arguably get a mandate to do just one central thing that he campaigned on. Here's what that was. Bridge a divided country, lower the temperature, dial down the perpetual air of crisis in our politics. That is the one central promise that Joe Biden made. It is the one job citizens actually hired him to do. It is the one project that would have actually been consistent, consistent with the Congress, the voters elected. Uh, but President Biden has chosen to fail his own test. The president's rant rant yesterday was incoherent, incorrect, and beneath his office. He used the phrase Jim Crow 2.0 to demagogue a law that makes the franchise more accessible than in his own state of Delaware. He blasted Georgia's procedures regarding local elections officials while pushing national legislation with almost identical language on that issue. The president implied things like widely popular voting ID laws to be, quote, listen to this, totalitarian, totalitarian. Ironically, on the same day, the Washington, D.C.'s Democratic mayor told citizens to bring both a photo ID and a vaccine card anytime they leave the House. The president repeatedly invoked the January 6th riot, while himself 
using irresponsible, delegitimizing rhetoric that undermines our democracy. The sitting president of the United States compared American states to totalitarian states. He said our country will be an autocracy if he does not get his way. If he does not get his way. Well, <clears throat> there is almost six minutes right there, folks. Now, this went on with Mitch McConnell during this speech that he gave, this rebuttal speech, <clears throat> for, for almost 15 minutes. Now, what I got out of that whole session there was they are not scared of Joe Biden. They are not going to give in to Joe Biden. The Senate is going to stay locked up, locked up, over any of these issues, rather it be the Democrats' crazy voting legislation, the Build Back Better policy, or even this climate change agenda, which is really just a bunch of money going to blue states to cover to cover their bills that they, they can't pay for. That's what I got out of that speech from Mitch McConnell. They basically threw it back in Joe Biden's face. And you know what's, what always gets me interested about this? You go back to the beginning of the Trump presidency. For four years, any time President Trump did anything, any speech, rather it be public from the Oval Office, or if he had a crowd of people around him, or he was even in a stadium giving a speech, the drive-by media was all over him over everything. Where's the drive-by media over the speech, the hate speech? that Joe Biden gave yesterday to the American public. You won't hear anything except for the noise of crickets. So that was the, the speech from Mitch McConnell back, directing it back at President Biden. Now, as I'm on a roll here talking about President Biden, I've got some some pretty pretty bad polling numbers here for Joe Biden. <clears throat> so this just came out here about two hours ago. It's uh, it was a national poll done. It is uh, the national presidential poll. It was done here about two hours ago. It says only a third of Americans give Biden a thumbs up in new national polling. It says the president's approval rating remains deeply underwater in new national survey. It says President Biden's plummeting standing with the American with Americans remains firmly in negative territory as the new year gets underway. 
It says the president's approval rating stands at just a 33% and a disapproval. Well, that, that was his positive, excuse me, a 33% approval rating and a disapproval at 53% among, among Americans and basically all over the U.S. This was a national poll done. This was released today on Wednesday. It says Biden's approval is down three more points in the Quinciac poll that was done today. It says, if you look back from the last time that this was done, it says the president's standing was at a 36% approval, now down to 33%. It says, on average, most recent national uh, poll measures, the present standing conducted by the polling website, the 538, puts Biden at a 42% approval and a 52% disapproval. That was another national poll that was done. That was done right before the new year in December. This is according to the Quinciac poll. It says the president is deep underwater. It says the three topics that have him in the negative is number one, the economy. It says 34% of people polled said the economy is the issue, the negative issue that they're directing towards President Biden. 35% said foreign policy failures, the Afghanistan pullout. And 39% say it is because of the coronavirus pandemic. Now, <clears throat> it says that Biden's approval rating hovered when he was a first elected for the first six months was in the mid 50s. So you can see the drop that's been progressing quite, quite quickly for Joe Biden. And it really topped off, it said, during the Afghanistan exit failure. So there you have it, folks. Now, they do not give a breakdown of political standings, but I'm sure with it being that low, it's probably all over the board. It's probably not just Republicans or independents. I'm sure there are some Democrats in there pulling negative numbers for Biden as well. Now, moving on from the Quinciac poll, Joe Biden's got some other issues going on. <clears throat> now, this one right here, this is from Reuters. It says inflation surges 7% in December. Highest rate in 40 years. Going into the article, it says inflation rose as the fastest pace in nearly four decades in December. It says as rapid price gains fueled consumer fears about the economy and sent President Biden's approval ratings tumbling. Remember, I said that was the number one topic out of three was the economy. It says consumers' price index rose 7% in December, 
from a year ago. This is according to the new Labor uh, Department report that was released on Wednesday, uh, marking the fastest increase since June of 1982, when inflation hit 7.1%. Um, the ICP, which measures the good, uh, the brevy good ranges of gasoline, healthcare, to groceries and rent. Uh, jumped 0.5% in one month period from November. Says economists expect the index to show the price surge 7% in December from a year ago. Um, from about 0.4% the previous month. Now they're saying that within the next 12 months of this new year, they're saying that you could see a 4.9% more increase by December ends of this 2022 year. Folks, that is not, that is not a good number. If that is the case, and I'm not saying to trust economic experts on this because they've been wrong before. But if that is the case and inflation is going to rise that high in just this year's time, we have a big problem on our hand. Speaking of other big problems, there is a new hashtag that is going around. Um, it is now being put out there, hashtag no shelves Biden. Now, what is that referring to? Well, the empty shelves that are popping up all over the grocery stores all over the United States. And it's, it's starting to affect a lot of people. You go into pretty much any grocery store, you're seeing it everywhere. The shelves are bare. Now, <clears throat> Biden and his administration is saying this has to do with the, the shipping issue at the docks all over the U.S. Folks, that is not the case. Now, I know what most people are saying. Well, Mr. Nash, how do you know that? Well, think about this. How many shipping containers are full of food? Not many. Most of your in-good store foods are grown here in the United States or butchered here in the United States. They're not on freight containers. This isn't regular goods that you're getting shortages of at the store. These are groceries. These are your fruits and vegetables, your meats, you name it. Well, they're coming up empty or short in stores. It is not the shipping industry's fault. It has nothing to do with what's happening over in the East Coast. This is a self-inflicted wound from the inside out. This has to do with a lot of things. This has to do with inflation. This has to do with price gouging. And the big issue is 
and that ties into all of this, nobody is working. When no one is working, there are shortages, not just like you hear in the health field. It puts shortages everywhere, folks. And that means crop picking. That means produce, canned goods, factory work for, your, for some of your goods, like your baked goods and things. And even the meat packing industry is hurting. So therefore you see why we have all these shortages. It is not due to containers out on the East Coast. As the Biden administration would make everyone believe. It's going to get worse I'm just forewarning everybody. I'm not trying to sound doom and gloom, but it is going to get worse. The next topic that I'm going to bring up, <clears throat> this article came across on Fox News. It also came across on Newsmax. It says, what your money is being spent on secretly by the Biden administration. The title, besides that one, in the article reads, Homeland Security launches climate change professionals program aimed historic illegal border crossing surge. Oh, it gets better, folks. I'm, I'm going to read this article. It says, the Department of Homeland Security has announced a climate change professionals program. While this historic number of illegal border crossings continues to increase. It says, officials expect illegal crossings at the southern border to hit 2 million in 2021 for the first time in history. But the DHS officials announced a program to tackle the growing focus on adopting to climate change resilience. They have spent billions of dollars now, secretly, the Biden administration has, on this new climate change professionals program. Why? Well, they believe, folks, that the reason the illegal immigrants are crossing the border to the United States is because of climate change. I'm, I'm, I kid you not. I'm, I'm reading this verbatim. That is what this article is all about. It says this program, this new climate change professionals program, the program will develop the next generation of climate experts improve climate literacy throughout the department and help execute our climate action plan to help keep illegals in their own country by educating them on climate change. Now, if you're sitting there scratching your head like I am, you're thinking, what the hell 
does climate change have to do with illegals crossing the border? Why would anyone spend money on this? Why, why is the Biden administration spending hard-earned tax money on something so stupid? Well, folks, I can't give you an answer for that. It's probably like all the other pork barrel spending that the government spends on stupidity, like cow emissions. But I kid you not, as I read this, I it left me scratching my head as well. All I can say is, is your hard-earned taxpayer dollars is going towards making a program for the Border Control Agency for climate change because illegals are coming here because of climate change. The only comment that I'm going to make on that is that is the most idiotic, stupid thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Illegals are not coming here because they're underwater or they're on fire from climate change. They're coming here because we've opened our borders. We've said, come on in. You had Joe Biden himself say, come on in. You can have free health care on the taxpayers. We'll give you free money for coming here illegally. What's that? You want free housing, we'll, we'll pay for that too. You want an education, come on in. Bring your unvaccinated, you know, your, your disease-ridden selves in here. By all means, come in. And, and we won't say anything. What I'll do is I'll tell every other American citizen, well, the reason we have health issues <clears throat> like COVID. It isn't because of the people coming in from other countries and God knows what else they're carrying in here with them. Oh no, 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 folks. No, we're going to blame the average American citizen. And we're going to go one step further. The unvaccinated what? What's that? No, we got to go even further. Okay, the unvaccinated American who's also a conservative. There we go. Ding, 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 ding. We got the right one. I just looked at that article and I, I just shook my head. I Hard-earned American tax dollars being blown on, on something like that. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I'm going to continue to say this. There is such a big lie in climate change, it's not funny. I, I can prove it. Anyone with half a mind can prove it. A matter of fact, if anyone wants to go back on, uh, it's been several months ago, I did an episode on, it was called The Lie in Climate Change. Please listen to it. I go back over 300 years in history with weather patterns, all of it. And guess what? In 300 years, what was going on then is still happening now. And even before we had computers, guess what? 
The same thing was going on back then, even further, just like it is now. There is no climate change. There's no possible way to measure it. There's too many other factors involved. Now, folks, I am 26 minutes into the show here, to the middle of the show. I'm going to go ahead and take my second commercial timeout. Stay tuned. I've got more ahead. I'll be right back. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet tooth. But there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever gonna need, folks. From delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion, pies and amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional and fabulous wedding cakes for that one in a lifetime moment, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information, contact Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery at 419-709-0918 or check out their Facebook page for more details and special offers. Dad, I want a cookie. Looks like I'm going to be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkles Cookies and Cakeries, folks. Need an outside cleaning? Better call Pro Select. House siding, brick or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call Pro Select. Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call Pro Select. How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call Pro Select. Pro Select Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook. Email them at proselect.es at gmail.com for more information. In today's juggle between family and work, it's hard to get out of the same old routine and into something new. When you do have time for an adventure or for a vacation, you want to find something that's new and magical for you and the family. May I suggest the Ohio Railway Museum in Worthington. Founded in 1948, the Ohio Railway Museum is one of the oldest railroad museums in America. The museum is designed to educate through a historical exploration of century-old rail evolution. Ohio Railway in Worthington offers a glimpse of railroading past through their exhibits, like static equipment displays of electric traction and steam. They also offer rides with both of their street cars and Pullman passenger cars, for the kids, for example. So come take your family on a visit through a historical journey of locomotion. 
The Ohio Railway Museum is located at 990 uh, Proprietors Road in Worthington, Ohio. Open Sundays for the 2021 season from noon to 4 p.m. through the end of December, weather permitting. Regular pricing for adults is $9, children $7. Senior citizens and people with military personnel badges and IDs is $8. And as always, children under the age of three are free. You can ride as many times as you'd like on the ticket date as well. For more information, visit their website at www.ohiorailwaymuseum.org or you can go to Facebook or contact the museum directly at 614-885-7345 for more details for their seasonal events. And remember folks, it's a ride on a train of adventure and education. Don't miss out. aging, the pain in my hips was getting worse and worse. So I ordered relief factor for pain I was having in my neck and my knees. After 30 years of back pain, I have found relief. I am pain free. I love it. I am so glad that I ordered relief factor. I am now pain free. Thank you, relief factor. Folks, I don't know how to tell you how rewarding it is to hear all the wonderful relief factor success stories. Pat Boone again, let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. Here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. USA, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is uh, Robert. I'd like to get up to 30% off my auto insurance with SafePilot. I can help you with that. What's your member number? Uh, 87. It should be between 5 and 12 digits. Ah, Boston, this is Super Bowl champion Rob Gronkowski. I'm not a member. Mr. Gronkowski, USAA is for the military community and their families. That's what makes us special. Oh, but I'm special. USAA, it's still only for the military community. Looking for innovative and professionalism when it comes to the residential and commercial construction? Well, have I got the company for you folks. America's Pioneer Construction. With over 25 years of building and management experience, Pioneer Construction is the leader in craftsmanship and creativity through construction. Started in 1995 by a master carpenter and craftsman, the company has grown and evolved with the reputation of construction known for trust, knowledge, and integrity. From custom-built homes to renovations, Pioneer provides superior customer service and satisfaction in the areas of general contracting, construction management, design and build, planning, and complete project management through the whole construction process. So if you're looking for a dependable and knowledgeable company to get your dream project off the ground, call Pioneer Construction Company. Located in Mount Gilead, Columbus, and the Cincinnati, Ohio areas, or you can drop them a message at Pioneer Construction 
1975.jb3 at gmail.com or scroll through their website at pioneerconstruction.us for more information. You won't be sorry that you did, folks. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. It's me again, Charles Nash, your host from Political Theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom, find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil. They're roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to blackriflecoffee.com, order from their webpage, they will ship it to your house directly. They've got s- several different kinds of roasts. And again, some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee. And if you don't want to believe me, or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. When you're in need of drain and plumbing services, there's only one place, ladies and gentlemen, for local service that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, Dolan Drain and Plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction. With drain cleaning, camera inspections, and a full plumbing service, They offer a 24-7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable, and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service, area code 419-560. 6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands. You'll be thankful you did, folks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Charles Nash, from Political Theater. You know, I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it. And it's so touching. 
That would be Footprints and Wax. Now they are a fairly new small family business. They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all natural, hand poured soy wax melts. All natural, chemical free, face, body, hand, feet, and lip scrubs. Chemical free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies. They also create hand-painted, beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion. The perfect gift for loved ones. And with the holidays just around the corner, who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer? Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their webpage at www.footprintsandwax.com. Or you can call the owner, Missy Boggs, area code 419-569-1222 for further questions. And tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. Thanks, folks. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, into the home stretch here of tonight's show. So I have got the uh, flock of seagulls and Iran here. Such a great classic song. I'm going to go ahead and get them chimed down here as we head into the finishing stretch of the show. Now, I left off, I, I am still talking about all the crazy shenanigans coming out of the Joe Biden administration. And <clears throat> unfortunately, I've got another one here, folks. This one actually just popped up within about 30 minutes. 30 minutes of after I went on the air, this this article popped up. And I've got to share it because, again, it's, it's one of those... It, it's one of those things that just leaves you scratching your head. You thought the last one I just talked about was crazy. This one's even dumber. This one is from Politico. They, they just dropped this. It's under their national defense page. It says Biden team weighs killing Trump's nuclear weapons uh, arsenal. It says officials are considering canceling weapons that were backed by the latest administration. It says the Biden administration is considering killing off several nuclear weapons programs that was greenlit by the Trump White House as an internal debate over the Nationals' atomic arsenal enters its final phase. It says ascending to nine current and former officials with knowledge of the nuclear posture review, which is expected to be completing as early as next month. It is not expected to make major changes to the nuclear policy. 
nor is it likely to recommend deep cuts to the multi-billion dollar plan to build new intercontinental ballistic missiles, nuclear armed submarines, and stealth bombers that was currently proposed and greenlit by the Trump administration. Now, this all has to do with updating our national defenses and keeping current against other countries as a deterrent. Now, you have Joe Biden's administration in this article saying that these during the Trump era, these were all what they say are, quote, on add-ons that are not needed, that our defense capabilities are not out of date, and that we do not need new nuclear weapons or a U.S. strategy when it comes to national defense. The Biden administration was quoted on saying that these are all add-on programs that are unnecessary. Biden wants to go through and cut these programs and take the money for those programs and to put them into areas in which he considers high priority. Now, folks, I'm going to tell you what the high priority is. Joe Biden's high priority is just what I read to you in the last article. Stupidity. Climate change. Now, you would think when I say climate change, you're, you're thinking, oh, geez. Nope. They tie climate change, like I said, into illegal immigrants. Because that's why they're coming here. Climate change. They're underwater where they live. Or other things, like spending money on our infrastructure bill, which has nothing to do on infrastructure. It's, it, it's, it's all about budgeting the blue states who are fiscally in the red because they're irresponsible and can't budget their states. This is where all of this money will go on nonsense that will go nowhere. There's no future investment into building something better for our country. It's a big waste of money. It also guts our country's national defenses against places like China. It's, this isn't easy for someone to mean that's a, a, a military veteran. Anytime you have someone saying they want to gut our national defense, I'm telling you, wrong idea. Wrong. Do I think it needs to be the level in which they put out the money into it? No. I think we, we spend way too much money in national defense. But... How many hostile actors do we have firing off ballistic warheads at the United States? In the last 10 years, we have quite a few. Um, I believe North Korea just launched another one here uh, less than 48 hours ago, which stopped air travel in certain areas of the United States. So gutting our nuclear capabilities in our national defense, especially at a time like this, dumb. Pure dumb. 
I just wanted to share that with everybody. Now, I'm going to move to the last topic with the Biden administration. Uh, this is wrapping back around to that that voter reform that they're, they're wanting to try to get a vote on in the Senate. And if they can't, then they, they want to redo the filibuster in the Senate so that they can pass everything and anything the Democratic Party wants. Remember, that's what Joe Biden's crying about. This article was a Politico pool. It says, Electoral Count Act needs reforms. Voters agree. Now, I'm reading this because it was actually... It was interesting, but I, I, I don't buy this completely. It says, Most voters agree that the 19th Century Electoral College Act, which former President Donald Trump tried to use on January 6th of 2021, and the Congressional Court of Electoral College's vote for President Joe Biden, should be changed to clarify the Vice President's role in the process. This is according to a new poll. It says, in a survey by Politico, um, and the morning uh, consult, it was released on Wednesday today. <clears throat> it says 55% of voters said they support reform for the act, including 68% of Democrats, 50 of independents, and 44% of Republicans say change is needed. It says, however, voters did overall did not list electoral reform as their top concern, or for that matter, any voting reforms, as 32% of the poll respondents said none of the above. Do you just hear what that just said? That whole article right here was pretty much bubkiss. I read this article and I just had to share this with everybody. They, they make this sound like, no, oh, everybody wants voter reform. There's a serious problem. We got to change the electoral college. We got to change it. And they give you these numbers for everybody from Democrats to independents to Republicans saying, oh, change is needed. We got to change this or scrap it. And then they come down here and say that, however, voters overall didn't list the electoral reform as their top concern. Matter of fact, Voting reform was not even their top concern at all. Most people put for that issue none of the above. So here in this article, you have Politico trying to basically, basically, they're saying, well, we think, we think, this is the drive-by media, how they do this, we think there really needs to be there, there really needs to be changed to the Electoral College. And we know that Democrats and, and, and Republicans and Independents all, all think so as well. And then they come down here and say the actual, actual individual people said, no, this is not the top priority. There are other things. The Electoral College is not one of them. We, we, don't, we don't want to take this pull for none of the above of those things that has to do with the Electoral College. 
I, I had to just share that with everybody. I mean, and then they come down here. This, this is, this is even worse. And I, it's like clicking on clickbait articles. Only this is an actual news article. They come down here and they say that the individuals that actually did, did give their opinion over wanting to do something about or to change or to discuss the topic of the Electoral College. It says 31% says they definitely would like to do something with it. That's a change. 24 said probably. 10% said no. Another 10% said no, not at all. And then another 25% says they don't know or they have no idea what the Electoral College is. I, I look at this and... It, this is one of those articles, again, like I said. Just reminds me of a clickbait article. You're thinking, hmm, man, is that many people really think the Electoral College is bad? And then you click on it, and you start reading it, and you're like, okay, well, here's some numbers. And they come down here and say, well, you know, really the people that we, we polled for this said they there are other major concerns, and the Electoral College is not one of them. And they didn't answer, they answered none of the above on our questions about the Electoral College. <laughs> oh boy. The next article. I've got two more here before I finish the show. The next one here is this one was actually on Yahoo News. It says the IRS expects expects delays and tax season for 2022. It says the Eternal Revenue Service warned on Tuesday that taxpayers will likely face delays while agencies continue to deal with the backlog and shortage of staff. It says this was refer first reported on CNBC. It says as of December the 23rd, it says the agency received 6 million individual tax returns and has yet to process a single one of them. It says during the first half of last year, it says less than 15,000 IRS workers um, had to handle over 240 million incoming calls. It says a taxpayer advocate service mid-year report found that less than one in 10 taxpayers were able to connect with an agent during the 2021 filing season. So basically what this article sums up to, and I wanted to share that, because we are going into tax season. It's basically saying if you're someone who files your taxes early, don't. Because they're not going to do anything. They haven't even processed them yet. And they've got six million standing already. The other thing that I had to look at on that is the fact that they're already stating that last year they had 15,000 IRS workers trying to process 240 million incoming calls plus do their job, their daily jobs and routines. This year they're saying they have half that number in staff. 
If you're wondering what that jingle is, Blue is sitting here with me, my basset hound, my very old basset hound. Uh, he's shaking his head because he's agreeing too. If you're gonna, if, if it's tax season, don't be in a rush, folks, because you're you're not you're gonna be waiting. I wanted to share that because again, like I said, we're we're going into tax time. Now, my last article here, you know that I have to bring this up. It's COVID. It's a COVID-related article. I had to bring this up just because of all of the craziness that's gone on within the last 48 hours. This article came across several, several outlets. It was primarily on Fox and MSNBC. The article reads, nearly 23% of hospitals report Critical staff shortage aimed record COVID-19 cases. Now, why am I reading this article? Well, for many reasons. One, if you look at the Biden mandates for getting vaccinated, which is still in a debate, the Supreme Court has not ruled anything. Remember... All of these mandates for, I don't care what state you're in, most of them have already hit the deadline, are very close. Well, you have hospitals that's firing hundreds of thousands of doctors and nurses. It's continuing even still today. Uh, just here in Ohio, there was a big hospital I read today. I can't remember which one it was. They're hiring, excuse me, they're firing 250 the nurses uh, and, and nursing staff for not being vaccinated. But yet they're also saying that they need help and they've called in the National Guard. Here in Marion General Hospital, for example, where I'm from, from, from Marion, Ohio, they have the National Guard in there helping them because they're short-staffed. Well, why is that? Well, because you have companies like Ohio Health and other people that have fired people for these mandates. Look at California. They have fired so many of their staff, their nurses and doctors. Now, they're scrapping the mandates and they're saying if you've if you've got or or if you've got covid, you're not allowed to go home. You have to work. We know you have covid. We we know we're on you about firing about this vaccine, but now we need you. You're going to work, and we'll just put you in a COVID ward. Because COVID on COVID, nobody's going to get sick. You can't spread to somebody who's already got COVID, right? Well, that's a good question. I guess if you're the CDC, I'm asking this question. If I have COVID, and I've got a doctor working on me who has COVID, can I still get a worse case of COVID? I mean, you're intersecting... A virus, correct? I mean, I, I've heard people tell me that that's a stupid question to ask, but uh, I, I mean, look at look at the AIDS virus, folks. If two people that have AIDS or HIV get together, one doesn't cancel out the other. You can actually make you, you go full blown AIDS. 
So uh, a virus, someone being around someone who's already has the virus, that's a question I'm going to ask the CDC. I'm reading these off here, folks, uh, about this. I, I'm not trying to, because I, I get a lot of people who send me some negative things saying, why are you always bashing this whole thing with COVID? Look, I'm not saying that you can't go out and get the vaccine, or as I call it, the shot. I just don't think it does any good. I I had the vaccine, and I'm going to tell you, I got COVID. I did. A, I, I I told everybody in my audience. I let everyone listen to me as I had COVID. How I got through it, and I did nothing out of the ordinary. I took vitamin D and zinc and some NyQuil at night to help me sleep. And that was it. Now, I know some people get sick. Some people ended up on ventilators. Some people have died. I don't doubt that. But I don't believe in all of this this big pent-up hype about COVID. I don't. I've even told everybody... I already know what the next thing's going to be after the midterm elections because COVID's going to die out. It will go away. We get a red wave in. You're going to hear nothing about this COVID stuff no more. I'm telling you. I'm not tying it to the Republican Party. I'm just telling you, you're not going to hear it. It will fade out like no tomorrow. Because you're not going to have all of these Democrats and all these left-wingers Hyping it up and keeping it going. It's going to die out and this will become a thing of the past. I guarantee it. But I will tell you what's going to happen next. It will be something else. I think it's going to be one of these bird flus that they keep going on about. Now, as I'm looking at this, I I don't really need to go through this whole article. To sum up the article, they talk about the same things that I just told everybody. That with all the data coming out, the uh, the Omicron virus is surging. It's hitting everyone of all ages. Look, it's a virus. You're not going to stop this. That's just like today. You had the CDC director in there again today on Capitol Hill, and she still, she still won't take take back their recommendations about using masks, even though they've scientifically been proven to do nothing. Even the the, the drive by media was actually even making fun of the, the the chair director of the CDC. That's just like you look at these new rules for COVID. We went from, you might as well say, two weeks of isolation. Now it's down to five. What changed? I see nothing that's changed from the time that this whole thing started until now. All I see is people in power making decisions, changing them, Stating something else, there's no science behind this. That's just like yesterday. I watched uh, Rand Paul and Dr. DeFauci tie into it 
tie into it at Capitol Hill. And Fauci should be embarrassed because the, the information that is coming out from his emails, one, shows the man is guilty as hell. And what has happened with this COVID leak, then he was tied to it for his game of functions. There's no denying it now. And two, that man has so much money invested in these pharmaceuticals that is pushing the COVID vaccine. Why do you think he's going to continue to hype it up? Folks, he's making money like there's no tomorrow. And I still have said, and I will continue to say, this is a big pharmaceutical pyramid scheme on the American public. And it is, it's going to get worse, way worse before it gets better. But as I keep hearing from a lot of people, not just over COVID, not just over inflation or rights being taken away, the government encroaching on people's personal rights. I hear it every day. I hear people go, it's, it's going to be before long. People is going to rise up against the government. I haven't seen it yet. When that day happens, let me know. I think people are getting smarter. But I don't see an insurrection happening. The only thing I can tell the American public is what I do every day. And my listeners. Take what information you're given. And make a good educational, get, uh, educational guess for yourself. And for your family. Take the information that I give you. Make your own decisions, your own conclusions. Do a little bit more investigation and research on it. And again, come to your own conclusion on what you want to do or what you want to believe or not believe. I have told people from the beginning, you want to get vaccinated? Go take the shot. If you think it's bupkis like I do, then don't waste your time on it. You want to wear a mask that protects you from nothing? Go for it. You want to drive around in your car all day by yourself with a mask on, thinking you're protecting someone, I don't know who? Go for it. It's your right. But I just, like I said, getting back to the topic here, I, I just wanted to share this because, again... You have all these hospitals saying they're, they're short-staffed, but yet they continue to fire everybody over this COVID federal mandate from Joe Biden. I just find it interesting that they're all complaining, but yet the, the solution is right there in front of you. Just a thought. Well, folks, again, I that that is going to wrap up our show for the night. I want to thank everyone, like I always do, for tuning in and listening. 
If you would like to talk about anything, you can send me a message. Uh, email is politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. You can also call me at my phone. It's 740-802-7936. Leave a message if you don't get me. Uh, you, I, I tell anyone, you're always welcome to come on the show. The chair and the mic is always open to anyone over any topic whatsoever you want to talk about. And I'm also on Facebook. <clears throat> you can find me there. It's under Charles Nash. You'll see the big political theater. Uh, <clears throat> pretty much picture. Looks like something out of the, the Ronald Reagan years, out of a presidential poster. You can't miss me. You can also drop me some information there or comment. Again, I thank everyone. That's going to be tonight's show. Uh, I will be back on most likely, if I had to make a guess, probably Sunday. Uh, it's been a busy, kind of a crazy week. And then next week, I'm going to get back with everybody when I have a definitive date, but it most likely will be next week. We will have Scott Weibling back onto the show. This will be his third time, as I stated. We'll see what he has to give us concerning the Marion City School District. So don't miss that. As soon as I get a date, I will let all of my viewers know. Um, I've also been talking to some other individuals for um, the governor run for Ohio. As soon as I get some more information on that and possibly some more individuals coming on the show, I will also drop those dates as well. So again, this has been another great episode of Political Theater. I thank everybody for listening. And I am signing off for the night, folks. We'll see you next time.